for tuning in to us here at HealthWave. I'm your host, Mitchell Nail. At HealthWave, we believe your health matters because you matter, and we hope today finds you healthy and well. As always, HealthWave is a service of St. Bernard's Healthcare, a trusted provider of comprehensive, compassionate healthcare services, reaching 23 counties in Northeast Arkansas and Southeast Missouri. Its flagship facility, St. Bernard's Medical Center, located in the heart of Jonesboro, Arkansas for 120 years, houses the only level three trauma center and neonatal intensive care unit in the region. For every stage of life, St. Bernard's is there, ready to serve you through education, treatment, and health services. Well, Stacy Heinemann joins me today. She's the Director of Nutritional Services at St. Bernard's Medical Center in Jonesboro, Arkansas. As quick background, Stacy holds a master's degree in clinical nutrition from the University of Memphis, and she's a registered dietitian. Well, today, Stacy is going to offer us some tips on how we can enjoy the holidays while eating a little healthier. Stacy, thanks so much for joining us on HealthWave. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here. Stacy, we're near Thanksgiving and it will be followed closely behind by the Christmas season. Well, for many of us, it might look a little different this year in terms of social distancing, but so much of what we do and celebrate revolves around food and drink. Unfortunately, many of these items don't fit well within our typical diets. Obviously, some are more nutritious and healthier than others. So how can we find a balance? So you need to make sure you're eating from all of your food groups and that you're not just sticking with one. Sometimes I have the tendency to stick with just the sweet food group, if you want to call that a food group, but you don't want to do that. You want to make sure you're getting in the appropriate amount of protein, the appropriate amount of carbohydrates and fat, not too much of that, and that you're just really getting some color in with your meals as well. I'm speaking with Stacy Heinemann, Director of Nutritional Services for St. Bernard's Medical Center in Jonesboro, Arkansas. Stacy, for holiday meal preppers out there, are there any substitute ingredients you'd recommend that work well without losing that quintessential flavor and taste that we all crave? Sure, yeah. Cauliflower is a great substitute for things like mashed potatoes. Also a good substitute for even dressing. So you can put some cauliflower in and season it up like you would your your cornbread stuffing or dressing. So that's one of my go-tos is cauliflower. You know, there's always applesauce that you can put in in place of fats that you're putting in in cake. And then you can always cut the sugar um, that you're putting in any kind of cake or pie. Uh, maybe cut it by about a fourth. I think that's good advice for all of us to cut a little bit back on the sugar that we consume. Absolutely. Well, Stacey, I'm going to throw a few holiday foods out there, and I'd like your feedback on which ones we should pick, which ones maybe we should pass on, and what we should watch out for if we pick that item. So first up, the famous meats, turkey or ham? So turkey and ham, um, calorie-wise, they're right around the same. Let me start with the turkey and the white meat and the dark meat kind of question. You know, the dark meat has more fat, more cholesterol in it, right around the same amount of calories as the white meat and turkey. The fat compared with ham is going to be compared to the the dark meat on the turkey side. So they're really comparable calorie-wise, fat-wise, pretty close. Protein-wise, your turkey is going to carry a little more protein, 24 grams versus 18 grams of protein for the ham. The big thing with ham is that it has been cured and it has a lot of sodium in it. So you're looking at a thousand or more milligrams of sodium. So if you were on a low sodium diet, a heart diet, a kidney diet, or just trying to watch your sodium, ham isn't the way to go. 
So if I had to choose one, I would say turkey is going to be our healthiest option. Well, you just mentioned starchy foods like potatoes. What about dressing or other starchy type foods? So I would say your fat that you're putting in, we don't want to put in a lot of heavy cream. I know sometimes when people are making mashed potatoes, they want to put in that heavy whipping cream. And unless you're on a keto diet, which that's what you might be looking for, but you're probably not going to be eating mashed potatoes on a keto. But we don't want to watch our fats that we're putting in and how much salt, again, that we're putting in. We want to enjoy these foods. Thanksgiving and Christmas each come once a year. And I I don't want to portray that I don't think that people should enjoy those meals. Um, And you should just make sure that you're doing the right thing the rest of the time if you're going to enjoy these these foods. But on the, let's go, let's say carbohydrates. Um, Again, that cauliflower, if you're trying to watch your carbs, that cauliflower is a great replacement. A lot of people will do sweet potato casserole. And when you're looking at that sweet potato casserole, you're putting in sugar and fat. Try something like roasted sweet potatoes instead of doing that sweet potato casserole with all the sugar and and fat in it. Some roasted Brussels sprouts are a good um, side item as well. Um, And if you're wanting corn, a lot of people go for the corn casserole. Try something like a skillet corn where you actually put it in the skillet, browned it a little bit, put maybe some colorful peppers in. Um, And that's just, that's going to be a healthier side. Stacey, I know we obviously need more fruits and vegetables in our everyday diets. Well, we can obviously make some of these items like vegetables a little unhealthier around the holidays. So what should we do with fruits and vegetables? Oh, fruits and vegetables, we should always make sure that we're having five a day combined. You know, you always want to ask yourself that question. How many vegetables have I had today? How many fruits have I had today? And it's really, people are really hard-pressed to say that they've had five combined. So you really need to pay attention and make sure that you are getting in those vegetables. And you absolutely can make it unhealthy by adding that bacon fat. And hopefully we're getting away a little bit from from doing that. I know that tends to be a little bit in the older generation. But I still see younger folks doing that some, saving bacon fat back. Um, and putting it in green beans, while it may make it taste good, it is really bad for you. Any kind of fat that is solid at room temperature is going to be that saturated fat that can cause blockages and and cause problems later on. So we want to stay away from that kind of thing and and putting that in our food. But we definitely want to get in plenty of fruits and vegetables so we can get in our nutrients that we need. If we're dessert people, and many of us are, what should we do? You know, a pumpkin pie is really not a bad dessert to have. You can make a crustless pumpkin pie if you're concerned about the calories and fat that come from the the crust. There's lots of great recipes out there to make things that we think are bad to make them healthier. And as I mentioned before, things like using applesauce as a substitute and cutting the sugar in those desserts, but also making sure that we're eating in moderation. I am that dessert person and, you know, when you go to someone's home for the holidays or even baking at home for yourself and your family, you may have two or three desserts and it's okay to have a little bit of each one of those that makes sure you're not giving yourself a whole serving. So let's say you've got three desserts, have a third serving for each one of those to make up one dessert. 
so that we're not overindulging in those types of things. Stacy, you hear talk about pandemic pounds, especially as individuals are quarantined or maybe they're working from home and they don't feel they have access to healthier lifestyles. How can we turn our time at home, where we're near food all the time, to an opportunity for making what could be a lifestyle change? You have to make a conscious decision that you want to make that lifestyle change. It's so easy to become complacent and just go to your pantry and and eat and sit and watch Netflix, you know, and not do anything. But you have to make that conscious effort to eat healthy, to not constantly go and eat out of boredom and to be active. You have to maybe have a log on what you're eating to kind of open your eyes as to what it is that you're putting in your mouth for the day. It's sometimes very much an eye opener for people to realize, oh my goodness, I can't believe that I've I've eaten that much today. So food logs are really beneficial and just making sure that we aren't going to that pantry every time we get bored and that we aren't sitting for too long and that we are getting up, walking around and getting that exercise in Things like Fitbits or pedometers, things that let you know how many steps you're taking. 10,000 steps is what I always recommend in it for a day's time to be active. I think we all know our diets and physical activity play a huge role in our overall well-being. So talk a little bit on how general wellness is more important than ever as we enter the winter months. Absolutely. So just making sure that we're getting in the right food and getting that exercise so that we are healthy individuals as we come into this win- the winter month is extremely important. You know, flu season is upon us and obviously it's been COVID season since March. So, you know, we need to be our tip top shape. So if for some reason we do come down with one of these we can survive and and be okay. So it's extremely important that we're eating healthy, we're doing our fruits and vegetables, that we're not overindulging, and that we are being active. Kind of just lays a good foundation for you, right? Absolutely, yes. Here's my last question for you. That foundation, what are a few of them that we can revert to when we feel like our eating habits are stuck in an unhealthy rut? Always go back to eating all natural foods things that are processed we want to stay away from. When you get in that unhealthy rut, you've got to move forward. You can't think about what you've done. You've got to think about what you're going to do to correct it and moving forward and eating those fruits and vegetables and staying away from high sugar foods. It's hard um, to get yourself out of that rut and it's easy to get into the rut. Just stay motivated and make that effort. Those food records, like I said, are extremely important in getting up and exercising. And realize that this doesn't change overnight or even uh, throughout a week. It takes a while. One of the things is, you know, someone might have put on some weight. Um, What you have to realize is you did not put that weight on overnight and it's not going to come off overnight. In fact, it takes longer for it to come off than it did for it to come on. You're not going to lose two pounds overnight. It's going to take quite some time. You really shouldn't be losing more than two pounds in a week. That should be your goal, one to two pounds a week, if that's what you're looking to do. Perfect. And that's Stacy Heinemann. She's a registered dietitian and director of nutritional services with St. Bernard's Medical Center in Jonesboro, Arkansas. Stacy, I really appreciate you joining us on HealthWave. 
Well, thanks for having me, Mitchell. For more information about St. Bernard's Healthcare, you can visit their website, stbernards.info. That's S-T-B-E-R-N-A-R-D-S dot I-N-F-O. Or you can call the St. Bernard's Healthline at 870-207-7300. And we thank each of you for joining us on HealthWave. If you haven't hit that subscribe button yet, we ask that you do so just so that you can know anytime we post new content. If you're already a subscriber, we appreciate you making us a part of your day. If the podcast service you're using lets you leave HealthWave a rating, we ask that you leave us a five-star review so other folks can find us more easily. And we also welcome your questions and suggested topics. You can submit those through social media by searching for St. Bernard's Healthcare on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram and sending us a direct message there. Well, that's all the time we have for this edition of HealthWave, and we hope you join us again on our next episode. For HealthWave, I'm Mitchell Nail. Thanks for tuning in.